0: This is a Sarkarians Media Production. everybody and thank you for tuning in to another episode of brown skin conversations it is your host natasha soul here i hope that everybody has had a great week hope that everything has been swell well and giving you everything but hell how you like that you like it i'm gonna i'm gonna say this every week now But yes, I hope everything is going great with you. This week felt like I was in the matrix still recuperating from Sarkerigan's weekend. It was great. Um, That's why y'all didn't get an episode last week. And just help me find out that brown skin conversations will now be every other week. Because I have a lot of other stuff that I have to do now. (laughs) And with those added responsibilities, it just helps me to see that I don't want to burn out like I've made myself do so many other times before. This is a part of that, you know, (laughs) self-care that I was talking about. It helps me see that I need to take extended time to recuperate and I can't do things back to back anymore. I could go into a whole spiel about that, but I won't do that because this is not the episode for it. I just have a lot of responsibilities now. So every other week, I hope you don't miss me too much. But anyway, so this week, well, this month is um, suicide prevention month. And it's a really heavy topic for a lot of people, but suicide Prevention cannot happen without recognition, as a really good friend of mine told me. So, we have to recognize that suicide is not an action that someone takes because they are weak. It is seen as a solution to a never-ending problem. More so, it is what happens when someone is tired of being strong. And a large percentage of people who have died by suicide have suffered from some type of mental illness like depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder. Some have died by suicide because of a combination of reasons like their environment, physical illnesses, traumatic experiences, and or not having efficient coping skills. When dealing with any of the reasons that I listed beforehand. So there's just a lot of factors that play into why people commit suicide. And it's something that we have to start talking about. If you deal with depression, how many times have you wished someone would ask you if you are okay or just check up on you? I can only speak for myself, but there have been... A lot of times <laughs> when I was somebody would just call me up randomly and just check up on me. Everybody needs their space and everybody needs, you know, their alone time. But when you deal with these mental illnesses or you're dealing with these issues in life, you don't want to feel lonely. And the thought of suicide can come from feeling like nobody's there. It can come from feeling like, well, I'm already alone. I'm lonely. Nobody cares about me. So I might as well leave this earth. There's no point in me being here. And we as a community should do our best to prevent people from feeling like that, especially within our communities. If there are people that we care about, we don't know what they deal with on a regular day-to-day basis. And we might not resort to talking to them every day because we're all adults and we're all busy, but check up on your strong friends. Check up on your emotionally unavailable friends. Check up on all of your friends regardless of what type of characteristics that they have because you never know what could help that person. I know that I have thought about it and was close to it before and I won't even sit up here and say that somebody talking to me or checking up on me prevented me from doing it because I really don't think that was the case. I don't remember. Actually, I do remember. I remember not following through with it because I thought about my family and I thought about how upset they would be. A lot of people think about that and that does not stop them. And if you talk to somebody that is thinking about committing suicide, do not. And I mean, do not sit up there and say, oh, my gosh, think about your family. Think about how I will feel. They that I'm not going to say that they're worried about your feeling that they're not worried about your feelings. And I'm not going to say that they're not thinking about their family, because in all honesty, they might just be thinking about their family and how much better off they think their family will be without them around. So do not, and I mean, do not try to guilt trip them. And that's what it is. It's guilt tripping. So if you're thinking about how you talked to a friend before and you've said something like that to them, you guilt trip them. I'm not here to make you feel bad. That's just what you did. And, don't do it again because we're learning how to move past that and do better for our community the next time. If there, hopefully, when there is a time when you can help someone that is thinking about committing suicide. I just want everybody that is making it through their hardest days, those cloudy days, stormy days, dark days. I just want you all to know that I am so proud of you. If you're finding healthy coping mechanisms, if you are finding reasons to stay here another day, if you are figuring out what help you need, I'm so proud of you. I want to say rest in peace to all the people that decided to take their lives that took a permanent solution to their temporary issue because it didn't feel temporary in the moment. And I'm not going to say that I know how you feel because day-to-day life and the things that factor in other than just waking up and going to sleep. Because in between all of that, there's a lot that can happen that can cause you to feel as though, no, I don't want to do this no more. And it might not be that first time you think about it. It festers. It usually boils over. It's something that's been there, been a thought in your mind. It's not something that you're just like, oh, today, yeah, today was hard. I'm gonna do this action. That's permanent. No, usually it's a it's a while. It might not be a long while, like years. It might not be years. It can be a couple months. May feel like the hardest weeks, but if you've made it through, I am so, so very proud of you. Cause it's tough. It is tough. It's not something easy to deal with. So with suicide prevention, we need to understand the signs. Just like we don't all express ourselves the same way, we definitely can't expect everyone that is considering suicide to give the same signs. So, with suicide prevention, we need to understand the signs. We don't all express ourselves the same way, so we cannot expect the signs of suicide to be the same in every person considering it. But even though everyone doesn't show the same signs, here are some of the signs so that we know what to look for when helping others if someone is talking about wanting to die or to kill themselves looking for ways to kill themselves talking about feeling hopeless or having no reason to live talking about feeling trapped or in unbearable pain talking about being a burden to others increasing the use of alcohol or drugs, acting anxious or agitated, behaving recklessly, sleeping little or too much, withdrawing or isolating themselves, showing rage or talking about seeking revenge, and extreme mood swings. Now, looking at these signs, a lot of these look like the signs of people that deal with Again, mental health disorders like anxiety, anxiety disorder, personality disorder, schizophrenia, depression, stuff like that. So having a mental health disorder is sometimes a gateway to suicide. With knowing the signs, we also need to know what mental illness looks like. In everyday people, it can look like me. And if you know me, I'm known for having a pretty bubbly personality, always checking on others. But there are times when I'm to myself and quiet, I could possibly be dealing with something. But that's why I said we need to check on people care about because I could possibly need help more when I am that bubbly checking on everybody else person than when I am to myself and some people are the exact opposite when they're to themselves quiet in their bubble that's when they need the most help either way we need to start checking up on people and um since this is Suicide prevention month I have seen some posts around that show, you know, how we can help people when they are dealing with certain things. If we see these signs in people, we can ask straight up, like, are you thinking about killing yourself? And, of course, it's not easy. But, apparently, there are studies that show that asking at-risk individual if they are suicidal does not increase suicide or suicidal thoughts I don't know how true that is and yes that question is really awkward but for real like if somebody is like continuously joking about you know oh I'm gonna kill myself or I'm gonna pop these pills when I go home like that is literally when I would ask them like are you really thinking about killing yourself and not like in the oh my gosh you're really thinking about no we're saying Are you thinking about killing yourself straight up? Not with no little sassy attitude, just genuinely asking like, are you okay? So with asking the person, we can also try to keep them safe and remove them or disable any lethal items or take them away from those places that they could possibly use to commit suicide I feel like the most important two on this list is to be there and that means listening carefully and learning what the individual is thinking and feeling doing your own research like I said last week do research read please and staying connected with that person staying in touch with them after they've been dealing with hard times or some people may have to go to the hospital to stay after they have been discharged. is definitely important to stay in touch with them. And another one is help them connect. So give them the suicide prevention line or the crisis text line, which I'm so glad that they have a text line because somebody like me, sometimes, not even sometimes, I don't like talking on the phone in general. So I don't really think that if I were to get into the mindset of wanting to commit suicide, I want to talk to somebody on the phone. I'd be quicker to text somebody and say, I need help. And I will leave the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number and the crisis text line number in the show notes just in case you feel like you might need to give somebody that. I really hope that like I said earlier everybody is doing well and swell and again my DMs is always open if you need to talk. It's nothing wrong with reaching out first and letting people know that I need help and yeah like last week self-care is the best care. Take 30 minutes out for yourself to do something that you enjoy whether it's working on your personal hygiene like a face mask binging on youtube videos the really good ones that's probably about three (laughs) for 30 minutes if you go into an hour of self-care it's totally fine it is okay at the end of the day just make sure that you're making time for yourself and that you are in a good place all right Hope everybody has a good rest of their week and I'm out.